Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 102 of 40K Radio. I'm your host, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. Yo, 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 my homies. <laughs> I like it. Still rocking the early 90s intro. I'm digging it. Um, today, we'll be taking a look at the God. Necromunda new core rulebook, as well as the previews, the big tyranny preview, as since they won the battle for Agram. And the Legions Imperialis previews we've been seeing over the next week, uh, last week. But, as always, we like to start with hobby stuff, and we'll start with Amy today. I am, so, um, as of recording, um, it's 237 days till Adepticon, which sounds like a lot, but, uh, it's not. So, I've started to panic. I feel like it's time to just start panicking, because I can't do a whole lot beyond that. Um, I did order a bunch of things. Um, oh, I got the new White Dwarf with, like, the Hobby Club stuff oh, in it. Oh, I that one up. Yeah, definitely picked that one up. 290? Whatever it is. The last two numbers are 90. Uh, get it. It's very cool. Um, it also has in it, it has a double pa- double-sided card with, like, the basic rules. Like, all your oh, phases. Great. And it has the card... The, the same size as the other, um, as like the, the what are they called? Um, but like as, as the army cards. Oh, yeah. All of the generic. Um, um, oh, keywords? Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. Right out of stratagems? my head. Stratagems. Oh, Thank great. You. Perfect. Um, the generic stratagems, the universal stratagems um, on a double-sided card. So, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, get those. Um, so that I've been doing a lot of theoretical hobbying and panicking. But I'm excited. I'm I'm hyped. I've almost got my space back together. I can paint things. It'll be great. How about you, Jeff? Oh boy, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I mentioned last time. I haven't been hobbying a hell of a lot because I have been busy. I went to what I'd like to consider being a mix of. Uh, a, a, a speakeasy and adepticon for horror writers so that was interesting mm-hmm. uh, but that did take a lot of my time also and I, I i need i need to do art and i've got some writing so i've been super busy but i did play a game at some point of 10th edition against gray knight but i don't know if i mentioned this on the show yet maybe who I don't, knows? Uh, there was the one that you tried to record in, in your all your suffering. The I tried, now. and that did not work. So maybe I didn't mention that. Anyways, <laughs> that was my hobbying. Otherwise, I'm kind of mentally preparing myself for my trip to Europe, where I'm going to be dropping nine, by, by uh, Nottingham, awesome. uh, do my second pilgrimage to Warhammer World, actually see the museum this time. Yeah. And I need to bring something to play with me, so I need mm. to pack light. But, and I don't know if I'm like skipping the queue on this, Games Workshop did grant one of my wishes or requests. I may or may not have threatened them to get this done, but they did make the Death Killer War Trike a character mm-hmm. today. Yes. As, like, the very day we record this, along as fixing another bunch of, of, of less important uh, problems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a Bill Predator explodes now. Yay, I suppose. Good. 
Um, so yeah, no, I didn't get to do much except daydream a hell of a lot because Games Workshop gave me reasons to daydream, but we'll get to that. Mm. Matt, did you get to play games or paint? Mods? So I've been um, mainly focusing on assembling things and, and trying to find bits and pieces for uh, my armies. Like I have a Death Watch list I like, but I needed like one Terminator with a Cyclone Missile Launcher or one guy with a shield, you know, so. Right. Um, and then there was such a drastic drop in points that I need like 11 more Harlequins for my army. So I've been trying to track those down because you can't get them anywhere right now. Um, but I did get to play a couple more games a 10th. Um, I'm still really enjoying it. Um, and with the updates that we get today, which we'll, again, we'll talk about later, um, you know, cleaning up some stuff, which is great to see that they're staying on top of all that too. And also with the coming of Legions Imperialis, I dug out all my Titanicus terrain, which is not painted and bought various spray paints to, nice. to get that going. Cause I think a spray paint and a dry brush and maybe a wash should be just fine for those things. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A couple of, I have, I did get that, um, the set that came with all the cranes and crates and stuff before. So I got a, I got a couple different colors so you can change it up too. Nice. So this is very cool. Yeah. I'm uh, we'll talk about it again later. Uh, actually let's talk about it right now. So yeah. we got lots of previews for, um, legions of Imperialis, And so we've seen some, you know, in, in their, their sneaky previews too, right? Cause they show something. And in that picture, you see like rhinos, which they haven't announced yet. Or today there was a picture of a, a super heavy tank that looked like a Bane blade, which they haven't like yeah. said, we're going to do that yet. So we've been seeing a lot of Legion Imperialis scale miniatures. And today, they, you know, people were wondering why they couldn't find Titanicus terrain everywhere. Well, today the preview was because they're reboxing it as Legion's Imperialis terrain. Um, I have that Spire terrain uh, yeah, that I, I bought for a night convert, like a 40k night conversion project that I haven't done yet. So I do have it. It's yeah. sitting there. I could just repurpose from its original plan. <laughs> so they're reboxing everything that was a. Titanus' kid is getting reboxed under the Legions Imperialis, which is what they're doing with Titans and, you know, yeah. all that, everything. Um, but they also showed some new stuff. So there will be ruins now, which weren't a thing before. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, help fill out the table and hopefully there you get... The, the thing about the Civitas Imperialis terrain boxes, there isn't a lot in there. Right. Right. But hopefully the ruins, you know, should be able to get a pretty good, add some good coverage to the board. Plus, and... with the rubble, like, that wasn't a thing for Titanic. Like, it didn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah. Titanic. If you so destroyed a building, you just pulled it off the table. Right. So it wasn't wasn't a thing before. Um, so that'll be good to have. And also, they're doing some additional terrain, but they kind of didn't say what it was, but you could see it in, in the pictures. And I think the biggest thing is the, the tiles for the game, right? The, mm. So... They're packs of six, and they have roads built into them. Um, and you can, you know, just like anything, you flip them around whichever way you want. The interesting thing will be to see, because I haven't said yet, what size is this game played on? That's true. Mm-hmm. Because Titanicus is a four by four, which means you need three sets. I've done all this math out, but uh, you need three sets, and you'll have a couple tiles left over, which is nice for a change. But if it's a six by four board, which is some people have speculated, but it seems weird because there's no six by fours anymore, right? They're all 
it's 60 yeah. by 44. That would be four packages of the tiles, and I mean, they're not going to be cheap. Yeah, it seems like a lot. Tiles. It, yeah, that's the thing, right? It sounds like I, I, I feel like they should have packaged it in a way that you buy one set of tiles and you can play. Yeah. Or maybe two if everybody come out with other different tiles and you want to mix and match better, but otherwise, eh. That's, yeah, that's it, little... it, they look neat, but it's going to highly depend on what is the price and how many do I need to actually build a board. Right? Yeah. Because right. if it's... And, and is there an, alter, an, an alternative that comes in the box? Yeah, and they've, in some of the preview pictures, they've shown like a, a tile with a curved road, and those, that isn't in what they showed for the box. So people are already wondering, is there like an expansion box? Which I wouldn't be surprised if there was, but... Um, so there's like additional barricades and stuff that they've shown in pictures uh, for with the model so far. So a lot of terrain coming for this game, um, which is great, right? Because it's and I, and I mean to be fair, if you're an Adeptus Titanicus fan, there's about eight million STL files out there of other terrain too. If you don't like sure. their scale, but I really I like the way this terrain looks. Um, see how many how big the the board is though before so yeah bad i have to dive in um <laughs> so there's been a lot of uh a lot of talk with the with the legions imperialis too and and this is just a a, a little bit of a uh, i guess a gamer gamer gripe um because there's a lot of people saying oh they're not going to support this it's going to it's going to die then they talk about how they're 3d printing their army yeah so of course so, so the important thing to remember, out guys, is out there is that if you want them to support the game, then they have to make money from it. And you, three D printing ten legions of space marines, it's uh, not going to do it. Doesn't help. Yeah, it's supplementing your terrain. Yeah, I mean that's thing. fine. Even you know, but it's just yeah. Here's like I've seen. I joined a, a group, and there's already people just here's my army I printed out for this game. Can't wait for it to come out. Yeah, great. Yeah, at that point, might as well just make up your own rules, too. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. Support's a two-way street. And, I mean, it's interesting because Epic Heresy has been a fan rule set for a while. Um, sure. But I think, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's 3D printing, right? The stuff that we're going to get from GW is much higher quality. So feel, feel free to use the stuff you already have, but, like, buy some of the new stuff so they keep supporting the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course we got probably the, uh, the best preview to, since we last recorded, uh, the Tyranids won the battle for Ogrim. Who I was, is, you were yeah. so deterred. You were like, well, let's get ready for this space Marine preview. I well, thought it was going to be space Marines too. For the longest part of, okay. So like I had data behind us, like, first of all, <laughs> for the longest part of that campaign, whenever you checked, they would announce results. Space Marines were winning. Yeah. And also, we knew that in the box came more Space Marine points True. than Tyranid points. So it felt like anybody that was just going to pop that out of the box, quickly snap them together and play with his buddy to get the, their results in, if they were just going with what's in the box, then the, the Space Marines had an advantage. Yeah. And also, I mean, this Games Workshop we're talking about. Yep. I mean, yeah, Space Marines yeah, is, is there. Space Marines, like, the... The lovable favorites. Yeah. 
But um, lo and behold, to my greatest surprise and joy as a Tyranid lover, we got more Tyranids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool stuff. Um, so unpredictable. Yes, yeah. So yeah, I think everybody knew right we were going to get new new Gaunts because we already mm-hmm. had new Gaunts. Um, well, okay, so we we got two two new types of Gaunts in the sense that we got new Hormagaunts, which are very Hormagaunt like. They're exactly what you'd expect, except more dynamic. They get their tactical rocks and all that fun stuff. These seem also a little bit more centered on their bases, which is going to help if you have term. Uh, Hormagons, you uh, you guys know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is neat. Like, and in, in, this in the is same... something this is something they've been really good at, right? Like when they put out the new Orc Boys, the new Orc Boys are objectively better looking, but yes. also they're not so different that you can't mix them with the old ones. Yeah, exactly. You know and what I mean? mean? Like they've done a really good job finding that balance of here are awesome new models. But also, it's not going to ruin your old models. And and those Hormagons are stylistically the same upgrade as we saw with the Termagons. Yeah. Which we also get a different box of new Termagons. Well, because everything options. in the everything in in the the release box was push fit, right? Like it's monopose. Yeah. yeah. And so now we're getting the multi part kits. Yeah, and most edition. importantly for the multi-part kits, we're getting we're getting upgrades. We're getting different weapon types for yeah. and that is a huge deal. Also, a little bit of annoyance because the way we've seen the points being played, sometimes why wouldn't I take a special weapon because it's the same price for the unit? Yeah, but now I've got my my twenty termagons that don't have special weapons and will probably never have them. Yeah, it depends on how the sprues are built. Maybe I can like get doubles on some and squeeze them into some other units. Well, we'll see. Well, I, but, I think this but those gonna, are neat. I think it's going to be one of those things where if you're like these twenty Hermagons have this, or Hermagons have uh, this, then nobody will, you know, with your old models anyway. Yeah, but um, I mean, like if you can take like only one special yeah, weapon, yeah, dude, true. then I'm just going to build. More than one special dude from one box and yeah. just sort of bounce them out from between the two. I I don't know how the compensation is going to work. We don't even know how these weapons are gonna are going to work on the tabletop, mostly because this is clearly stuff that's for the codex. Yes, yes. all of this is for the codex. And speaking of models that got that are getting a new kit that will blend in perfectly with the old ones, Gene Steelers get a new kit. Hyped about this one. Very because cool I. Kit. When they when they announced the new edition and they announced the new stuff and I did go, well, I guess we're not getting I guess we're not getting new pure strain gene stealers. Ah, huh. all right. Well, that's okay. Nope, we are. It's great. It was the first thing they announced on the preview. They were like, "Here, look, yeah. gene stealers." And I was like, "Yay, great." And the funny thing is, like, the only reason my my thought was, all right, well, the data sheet says units of tens, and these are boxes of eight. I guess that's a good enough reason to give us another box, but it's also a very small reason. Yeah. But they're going for it, so, you know. They look good. Yeah, it's weird that they're only eight. Um, I wonder if they'll change that just like they changed Death Guard to you could have seven guys. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, I think the new box is ten. Yeah. The old box was eight, but the units on the data card are ten, so... This kind of fixes it. It brings it in balance with the data card. 
I like them so much. They are cool, and it looks like they're going to have different head options, so you can get your uh, your Cthulhu faces in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, the the, the poses are are super dynamic and very cool. So that's fun. Yeah, a lot of people were excited for in my local area for all Cthulhu faces. Yeah, I I have a, um, a well, that would be two units now. Like I have twenty all Cthulhu faces gene stealer but that took like years of collecting and trading and begging i think you sent me some uh either yeah yeah so yeah i begged at my store i was like who's got them let's go i also converted i had some spare venom throat faces Mm. that have cthulhu faces so i used some of those it's a very cool looking unit because it's weird i also converted a um a broodlord to have a cthulhu face that was more challenging the results speak for themselves, <laughs> I suppose. And of course, we got Von Ryan Leapers. We saw um, Death Leaper. So, as expected, not only did we get a new Leaper model, a new Lictor model, but we got a new type of Lictor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that is that one is a bit of a favorite of mine. It's really good. It is so yeah, good. It's yeah, I can't wait to see stats for him. The Neurolictor, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I like how we're getting a lot of um, neuro-named units in this army, which will so be interesting to see what sort of effect they have. Um, well, considering it's a Lictor-type yeah. bioform, it's probably going to infiltrate. So now we have an infiltrating Synapse creature, mm-hmm. probably with some special fun little rules here and there. Um, I'm curious, and I, who knows? Maybe it's a leader and a character that you can put in in a unit of, mm. of von Ryan Leaper. We don't know what it does. We don't know. One thing we do know is that there is a little bit of a tease of on how detachments might work, because they mentioned that the von uh, the the Death Leaper would be a sort of not an HQ, but could be used as a warlord in an army. So that you can have all infiltrating. Oh, that'd be amazing. Full Vanguard army. It's unfortunate that it's a named character that gets to do that, but whatever. Like, I'll love. I mean, look at this guy. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be um, very cool to see what kind of detachments what they let you do. And an all infiltrating army, especially for Tyranids, sounds awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And let's not forget, like, the the Lictor model, the new Lictor model is gorgeous. Yeah, for sure. It's not incredibly different from the current Lictor one, except more detailed, a little cooler. Like, you've got some head options, pose options. It looks looks neat. It looks like what you want it to be. I I mean, I think, you know, the the best thing about it for me is, is if I have three Lictors in my army, they don't all have to be the same pose. Right, which yes. is kind right. Of what we were stuck with, with some of the old models, uh, including uh, the next preview, uh, who they have unfortunately lost their massive uh, ball sack, but Biowars and Pyrovores. <laughs> Those are, it is weird because they are massively different from the Yes, they look very different, but I love the new look. Yeah. They they have a creepiness. Here's the thing like, I like them more for the Pyrovore than for the Biovore. Mm. And let me explain. It's because for the pyrovore, having it like a little scuttling thing that spit fires, fire, spits fire works for me. 
but I may have to convert the Biovore version so it looks more like it's gr- using its pot is its legs to ground itself. Yeah. Because right now it's like on these like little tippy toes for a, a heavy weapon that's supposed to be launching these uh, these bio mines into the sky and stuff. I don't know. I feel I feel like I need it to look more massive, more like it's holding on to the to the ground. Yeah, like it's actually digging in. Yeah, I think so. I think some clever basing would do that pretty yeah, easily. Sure. Or if yes, it looks yes. like the dirt's being dug up around its little its little feet. Yeah, if you like even, just... even if it's just positioning the paws and uh, the, the the legs and sort of clipping them, maybe a couple of millimeters, sure. so that yeah, they look really dug in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that looks. So if cool. you do it to the front ones, it'll look like it'll it, first of all it'll like lean it forward a bit more because it, it, it does look like a tick. Like it just does. Oh, for sure. It <laughs> does. So it does. And mandibles. I love when there's mandibles, mandibles. on on, on Tyranids. Really cool. Yeah. And of the course, um, the bio mines. Let's, yeah. Let's not forget the bio mines are new and look like you can get some pretty fun glowing effect. Mm-hmm. You can probably even paint that middle portion, the sack portion, to mm. look a little translucent so you can see some liquid sloshing around. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and, and they have a they have a nice movement to them, right? Like yeah, yes, in the model, like they're to, floating. Yeah. To be fair, the the ever since they st- started doing uh, plastic bio mines, they've all had this kind of weird floaty motion to them that's really cool and creepy. Yeah, it gets across that like lazily floating around thing, like you know, no, mm-hmm. yeah, not any particular like it's direction. not fast, but you know that if it gets there, you are going <laughs> to have a problem. Yeah, and these things are so much fun to put on the table. Bio mines are the best. Yeah, you make a lot of friends. <laughs> just when you take, <laughs> I remember taking like, a bunch of biovores and just scattering like all, especially back when you used to get like, you used to start like I think it was like D three on the board automatically at the beginning of the game. It was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I I just like um, what's fun is when you have like a sporocyst or I guess biovores would work too, but. You know a charge is coming, and you can sp- and you spawn a few of those right between, right in front of the unit that's going to get charged. <laughs> yeah, so good. It's like, oh, you you could try to charge, but you're going to get some moral wounds. <laughs> it's so it's so much fun. Yeah, they're awesome. And of course, we finally got uh, a big bug, which, as we've been told, is is wraith knight size, which is pretty beefy. It, I, is, it is not Wraith Knight size. It is Wraith Lord size. Oh, I apologize. Wraith Lord size. And there, there's even an image of it next to... Um, oh, yes, I see the Wraith Lord, yeah. To a Wraith Lord, which... I, I mean, mean, it I is have bigger. Wraith, yes. It is, but that's the thing. Like, it's it's about the size. Like, it's, it's, it's smaller than a Trigon. It's smaller than a... It's, it's smaller than a, a, a Tyrannifex. It's about the size of maybe the Screamer Killer, I guess. But it is a new big bug. It's not it huge, is a new big bug, but it's a new. But big here's bug. the interesting part about it, because the interesting part about it is it, is that it is the Norn emissary. Yes. I mean, there's also the assimilator. They are the same, but it, there, there's the potential for a larger bug. Because that's, that's the other thing. thing: we're not done. Yeah. We're not right. done. Right. Right. Oh. Because that's the thing. First, first of all, 
the Norn emissary is something that gets if you've been if you've read your core book from the Leviathan uh, box set, you've read the Leviathan section. Mm-hmm. Norn emissaries is something that gets mentioned a few times. Of course, that made me raise a little bit of an eyebrow in thinking, mm, was this are they renaming <laughs> the Norn queen to something else? Um, and apparently not, because it's got its own model. And there's a version of it that's a Norn, um, the Norn assimilator. And what that means is that they're slipping in the Norn suffix mm-hmm. into our vocabulary. Right. And, and telling us those are bigger, more important bugs in the army when there's the word Norn. And like Amy's saying, like, we're, we're, not, we're not seeing a codex next month. Um, they're keeping the best for last. Yeah. So, and we still don't have our night size code, uh, our night size bug. So maybe we are building up to our Norn Queen model. I could see that being like, yeah, like right before the codex comes out. Oh, one more thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we we might still see other things. Yes. Yeah. yeah also, but that is immediately a lot. I mean, when they do when they do a line redesign, they usually add a good good few units to an army. So, mm-hmm. and really, they've added. And I mean, most most armies have a a big guy now, right? Yeah, I think the only guys that don't write are are Votan, which don't count because they're right because they're brand new. And yeah. I mean, sisters ally with knights anyway. Yep. Right, all those imperial armies technically now have knights as part of their possible yep. stuff too so, so yeah yeah Tyrannids are, are kind of one of the last ones I, I would rather see a flyer for Votan anyways yeah oh yeah no the airships that they keep talking about <laughs> love it um, mm. but the Norn emissary and I mean they just look and they you're right they do mention the Norn queen in the preview so we'll have to see but these these models are I think are fantastic um very and cool. I, I love it when a big model has a dual, like is a dual kit. Yeah. Yes. First of all, more bits. Yep. Look at that. Look at that scenic base, like a tactical, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. That, the, that base is great. And Tyranids are one of those great armies that the more bits, the better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the, I'm sure, you know, that this head can go on a number of their, their monsters. So. Yeah, like a, a venom throw head can create a little tendril phase gene seeder head. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of interchangeable parts, especially with the dual kits. You know you're going to have some leftovers. And this one at least has two heads, but also different other options. So it's, yeah, I'm 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 real excited, yo. <laughs> I'm uh, my wallet is crying recently had to say like what my what my what my favorite warhammer army was and it was like the most painful trip because like right now tyranid's looking real great yeah like it's, it's so right? choice such a tough choice like, right now but you know in three months they're gonna show me something else and i'm gonna be like yeah that's this what we're talking best. about yeah i i think we're seeing orcs before the end of the uh the year oh, oh god and they said we're gonna have new models for all of these releases, like oh, every God. codex, there's going to be new models. Like maybe not as many as we're seeing for Tyranids right now, but even if it's one or two, that like it doesn't take much to reignite. Like yeah. orcs, like they they spread a lot of fuel around. Like they're not very careful, so it doesn't take much of a spark to reignite that passion. Yeah, 
and you know everything else. Yeah. But right now I am big into my Terra Neds. Um, I haven't had time to paint recently, but I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna get back into them. Like my my plan is hopefully, probably not before the Codex comes out because that is stupid ambitious. But I'm hoping by the time the Codex does come out, I have a lot of the stuff that's been lying around unpainted mm. actually painted, so that I can hit the ground running with all those new models. Especially those Norn people. I like that. Plan. So good. Do you guys have a favorite in uh, what was announced for Tyranids? I'm gonna. I mean, oh, the the Neurolictor. I'm yeah, into those really stupid cool. brains. I really am. And the snaky tail is always a favorite of mine. Yeah, this, yeah. That, that's where my heart goes to. That's real good. I've been, uh, I'm going to be continuing my experiments on how to make those little brains a little cooler than what I've got so far in my neurotyrant. I have a second neurotyrant just waiting to be built. Ah, mm. Mm. It's a good time to be a tyrannid player, I tell you. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the uh, Biovore and Pyroboard just because it's, it's the most unsettling of all the new models. It's really upsetting. It makes me itchy. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, could, like, that's something like, I could look on the floor and be like, without the huge camera aspect, be like, oh, look at that. It looks very yep, similar nope. to that bug over there. Get the raid. Yeah, I mean, can the conversion possibilities on the Pyrovore and Bi- and Biovore because that cannon is added on. Mm-hmm. You can you can mess around like not have that cannon and play around with other options. Um, I'm not saying that maybe my kill rig is going to be pulled by a Biovore, but maybe my kill rig is going to be pulled by a Biovore. Oh man, I love it. The other part of it is that, like, the, the box art tends to be painted very dry. Yes. But all of those, like, fleshy bits, if you made them shiny and a little wet and maybe oh, some yeah, yeah. drips. Oh, God. It's so terrible. Same with, like, the brains, right? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> like, give them some real mucus. And then the, the problem with the brains trouble. is that the brains imply psychic power. And so yeah, you just yeah, want to yeah. paint them crackling glowy, yeah. but like sacks of highly corrosive goo on a pyrovore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that can look weird. You can yeah. have fun with that. Yeah. I hate, I hate it in like the best way. Right. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Okay. I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. I would give me more. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So a fantastic preview for the Tyranids, um, and I'm sure there'll be more before the Codex comes out in a just in a couple months now. Yeah, fall, which is oh my god, like soon. Yeah, it is soon. Oh my in, god, in Games Workshop time, it's soon. Right, right. It, it, <laughs> it is like an endless soon. amount of actual physical time. And uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, you guys want to talk about something negative? Yeah, I was going to say, so they released um, Legends... The good Games Workshop giveth, but the good Games <laughs> Workshop taketh away. Yes, because they released Legends data cards, and then the day mm-hmm. after, to go with that, lots of stuff is moving to Legends. Yeah. Uh, a lot of your firstborn boys. Um, so Now, I, I, I agree, like, so the, the Space Marine community got pretty salty about it. And I agree with them up into like a line, like I do. Um, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of this new thing 
where GW's like, hey, by the way, all of this is gone as of oh now, basically. Like, it's not ideal. But, um, like, also, I feel like the writing has been on the wall yeah. for a hot second. <laughs> and, for and, literally years. And what's what's interesting is they're not getting rid of everything firstborn, no. right? Just some of it. So, um, scouts, assault squads, which they say, oh no, use these as Vanguard veteran squads instead. Mm-hmm. Bikes, which they say, just use them as outriders. Scout bikes, yeah. which have no... Now, in they do say some of these things may have new kits that are like... Kind of like what this is supposed to be, like attack sure. bikes and bikes, or I mean bike squads and the outrider bikes. So use them as that. But it's most. I mean, it's all it's all firstborn things, and and yeah. I mean, the Thunderfire Cannon was a great way to get a nice Tech Marine model. Yep. Um, other than, which, other than that, wasn't really. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of these kits are really they are really old kits. Like the bikes haven't changed. Since they came out in second edition, right? I did see, I did see, and kind of agree with, like, all right, well, we're losing another um, boxy dreadnought, which is that it, I the boxy dreadnoughts are pretty good. I have a very special place for boxy land, dreadnought. I am not super happy seeing them leave. It, but it's... also, I mean, how hard is it to make it into another kind of dreadnought and just be square? Like, well, even in the article, they said, like, venerable dreadnoughts aren't a thing. They're just going to be dreadnoughts now. Yeah. Right. And um, I thought librarian was a weird choice. Just like, yeah. I guess they're all, I guess they were the first guys to jump on the premier screen, but. It makes sense. There's the tech bros of Space Marines. They're and, like, I, yeah, and you know, some of the other stuff that's going, like the land speeder and land speeder storm. So I think what you'll see is. What I'm hoping is like when the Dark Angels Codex comes out, right, which is relatively soon. Yep. It'll be, oh, well, you know, Ravenwing Landspeeder, that's a different kit, right? right. So they still have their thing. Because, uh, like, the Ravenwing Command Squad and the Black Knights, that's a, or just Ravenwing in general, those aren't the kits that are going away. Because those are newer kits, it's just regular bikes are going no. away. So ho- I would hope that for those army, like, that army that specifically uses bikes. And land speeders, hopefully those still stay in those kits. But yeah. we'll see. Now, one of the thing that's kind of worth pointing out, though, is that there is not nearly 100% alignment with the kits that have been announced to be removed and data cards in those, um, those legend things, in the, the Warhammer Legends. Like, I'm doing a quick look, and I could be wrong, but the Landspeeder Landspeeder isn't in Warhammer Legend, but the, War, the, the Landspeeder Tempest is. The scouts are nowhere to be found in Warhammer Legend that I can see. So let's remember, we do have a codex coming for Space Marines. There are models, especially old models, that are going to go goodbye from the range and probably replaced by new models. And these new models may have fresh data cards, 
but they could still be scouts with just new models uh, and different options. They could be yeah. called Space Marine Initiates instead, right? Yeah, something like that. So yeah. we're I say there's some of these kits that I'm kind of sad to see go. Like the line speeder has always been cool. Um, a little sad for scouts because scouts are kind of like they're part of the story, but they are a freaking old model. Yeah. No problem seeing the stalker hunter go away because I've always thought it was a lazily designed kit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like the librarian. There's no way there's not gonna be a librarian. This sucker's just a kit going away, being replaced by a new model when the when, when the uh, when we get like, new codex. Maybe we would have seen some of these things if y'all had won the battle. <laughs> like, I mean, like, oh know. my god! Right? Can, can you imagine if it was the other way around, like we saw right. space Marine stuff, and then like, uh, hey, Trinid range Steelers. update. Gene Steelers going away. <laughs> Biovore, Biovore, and Biovores. Uh, um, yeah, no, I mean you kid, but no, I know that's exactly I mean, it. It's yeah, precisely. Like the kits that are too old and they're probably not making anymore. Once they're out of stock, they're out of stock. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I can't even find the Thunderfire Cannon. That's yeah, that's been. There was that one brief moment, I think, in uh, 8th edition where it was ridiculous, and then they were not available anywhere after that. Um, but, you know, some of the squadrons, Tacticals, Devastators, right? Rhinos, Razorbacks, none of that's going away so far. Um, and like they said, right, some of the stuff don't have an appropriate analog in the new codex, right? Thunderfire Cannons and Landspeeders. Yeah, but I, I think the stuff that they specifically mention, yeah. hey, this is what you can do with your new model, consider consider those gone. Yes. But mm. anything that's not specifically mentioned, I'm not saying like bet the farm on them still being there or having a, a another version or, or an upgraded version, but eh, Just keep, keep some salt for later. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, things like, like scouts, like, there was there have been various points where people took them and some people take them like you know narrative players but there's nothing stopping you from doing that narratively anyway right like if you want to play a narrative game you'll have your legends data card for scouts and you can still take them so well actually that's the that's the thing right now at least well in I, the pdf i'm looking at that i just downloaded no there isn't yeah but that pdf came out 3 days before this article yeah, I know. So that's it's kind of a weird limbo point right now. But I think, you know, we'll we'll have we'll see when the space encoder comes out, which is again right after the Tyranid Codex. So we'll we'll know soon enough what's actually happening. But um, exactly. I'm just. It, it is another scout. Scouts are such an integral part yeah. of like how armies have been played. So hey, we'll see. And, and we'll I see. mean, in in Black Templars, right? They're part of their squads anyway. I, I think they'll. Like I said, my bet would be like, oh, they're Space Marine Initiates now, and, and here's a new kit for them, because the scout kits are god-awful. They are ancient. Yeah, they're harp. They just they don't go together well. They they have a lot of, like, details that just end. Yes. Uh, like, you know, that, that weird <laughs> thing that they used to do were like, oh, well, this if you look at it from a certain angle, this, this uh, like, pistol pouch... Or pistol holster extends like all the way to the back of the model because we just decided to just yep keep going back until the model ends. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll you know we'll, again we'll know soon enough, but I mean I, I think it was these are these are really the oldest space marine kits that 
that there are in most of these cases. So I can see what, and the land speeder kit has never gone together. Well, anyway, even the, the one that came in the starter box for third edition when they first did it, still was a pain in the ass to put together. So, um, not sad to see that, that stuff go in hope, you know, get replaced maybe, or we'll see. Yeah. I'm listen, if it means we're getting new scouts, cool. If we're not, eh, I guess that's too bad. And, yeah. I, I'm not happy, like Amy says, like I'm not happy at the speed like they're turning yes. around and telling people those balls are no longer playable or playable in weird ways. You know, I think that's that's really a a, a double edged sword. Yeah. Right? Because if yeah. you because they can do it this way where hey, this stuff is gone today, yeah, well it lasts. Or they can say, Hey, this stuff is gonna be gone in a month. We did another print run, scalpers have at it, right? Because they don't limit that's how true. many you order. That's right? true. So it's it's a it's it's not Ooh, good either right. way. Um, I'm just glancing sadly at <laughs> my Aeronautica. Oh yeah, it's fine. I I yeah. was able All to find. Uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I mean, there, there's also like it's very difficult to balance being kind to the independent retailer that have yeah. stock and being yeah. kind to the players because. You announce too too long like in advance, and then retailers might get stuck stuck with more stock. But then again, who the who the hell's going into their independent retailer like emptying them out of scouts these days? I don't know. It's... <laughs> Apparently, several angry several several angry people on the internet are doing so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I understand. I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think there's a way of having a winner. I wish no, you shop. You're right. Yeah, I, I wish Games Workshop would announce it earlier, but I'm a consumer, not an independent retailer, so I don't, I yeah. don't know whether it's cool or not. Well, and then if you're a retailer and you, you know, they say, okay, we're gonna end this this line, and you order ten boxes of scouts. What if nobody in your area cares, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You're stuck with ten boxes of unplayable models now. Yeah, yeah. it's, I, I, in a way, this kind of feels okay because it's ripping the band-aid off yeah yeah and again we'll we'll see what happens with the new codex because again i mean space marines like what are you afraid you're not going to have enough models right you already have 126 data cards you lose 10 you still have 116 plus whatever you're getting that's new so yeah, yeah it's you're gonna, it's gonna be okay don't worry about it. yeah it sucks i have some yeah. feelings and then <laughs> yeah and, it sucks, we'll it but it's 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 going to be fine. Yeah. And um, before we jump into Necromunda, we'll talk about the model that got previewed just yesterday. Another another squat boy. <sighs> what are you talking Man. about? Oh yeah, I guess the Tech Might Otos Otoveyor does come with a squat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now we have a little a little robot buddy, which is fantastic. He's, he's so cute. He's got a little drill. He's, little, he's doing a little drilling. Like it's me. It's me going through my Votan cards, going like, oh, "All right, what can be? I run this as? Yeah. What, can, can I, I get like the little robot individually? So Will somebody do that, please? I might just put him on my display board because he's yeah. just so cute. Like cool. I, I don't even care. <laughs> I I mean I yeah, guess he could it. maybe replace one of those little robots that walks around with the. Uh, those around. are so good. Yeah. So I. I might just. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, this is my problem. 
I need the I need the the Games Workshop all little guys game that oh. you and I have discussed. Yes, you can just play all of your little guys in an arena battle. So good. I swear, so like, good. it would be so great. All they need to do is put out rules. All yeah. we need are rules. Get, yeah. get your rule nerds on it. If <laughs> you wanna, call, if you wanna right? put out a put out like a hex board for it, sure, great. Yeah, yeah. That to you. I'll buy it. No problem. I'm in. Like, the, the, here's your easy fifty bucks games workshop. Yeah. <laughs> little guy, and then put them maybe put special little guys in there. Yeah. Like those grots that came with oh Captain god Badrug i want those so bad i can't get everyone them wants those they i would regularly goes money. to ebay yep. to see if yep. they have any and yep. they don't everybody no, who's got them the is hanging on yep so Maybe yeah. that'll be part of the uh the orca <gasps> don't don't oh, i just love free buddhas they're my free favorite they're amazing Free, free Buddhas, like, I have my Speed Freaks, I'm making my Beast Snaggas, I'm going to make some uh, some Mech Boys at some point, but I think at some, eventually I will have to do a Free Buddha arm. It's so good. There's so many <sighs> other things to do before, though. I know. I know. It's, There's too many things. This is, probably this is what I'm saying. Every and I, I, I gave you all my Flash Gits, so. <laughs> yeah, I did take all your Flash Gits. <laughs> <laughs> You fool. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure you gave me something uh, in return. I just I can't remember what. Guarantee I did. I just Maybe, dudes? <laughs> probably. Yeah. Actually, I'm never going to do anything with. ill-fated Navy Breacher plan. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they just never will give me what I want for those guys. I just want to put Navy Breachers in a Valkyrie and, and make just an army of that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that so much to ask for? Like, it's not going to be overpowered. Don't worry, Games Workshop. I just want Navy dudes to be in a Navy ship. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. feel like my demands are reasonable. Man, you know, there has been so many times, like, since 10th edition release that I've been at my game store looking at the the section for, for Imperial Guard tanks and being like, it's it's just like 10 tanks. It's not, you know, it's not too bad. You can just... It's just it- It'd take you like ten minutes. It's like super going, easy like to nothing. paint to do tanks like with the camo skin. You just do it. You just do it. Like, <sighs> like Matt, Matt, I did it. I know you and, did. And look how healthy I am now. How happy! <laughs> like my entire life has changed. I mean, like, you... I'm about to. St- I'm about to start like yoga videos talking about <laughs> my tanks. Just <laughs> surround myself with my da- tanks and do some stretches like on on a yoga mat. Like, I'm better than you now that I've got those yeah, tanks. Yeah, because you have a very cool, personalized... Yeah. Like, do you know how to fix that? I know. Tank army. I know. I know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> King's Workshop was kind enough to provide us with PDF copies of the Necromunda Core Rulebook. Heck um, yeah. Which will be available on the day you hear this episode. Uh, so, this is the ultimate necromunda gaming resource because having recently played a necromunda campaign in the last year and a half i had to carry around four different books mm-hmm. so this is the thing that i was seeing right like when they announced this i saw a lot of people being like uh another book yeah yes but also if you don't if you either don't have all the other books or you don't want to carry around all of those books it's just this one. Like, this is the one. You get and this I, one. 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's some stuff in there that hasn't been available um, for a while. For a while, or independent of a massive box. box. Like yes, yes, for sure. I I believe that the uh, the rules for Ash Waste were only available in the Ash Waste box. Yeah, and now and that's book. that's yeah, that's not cool. It's not that's what not what the kids want. Yeah, yeah. This pull, this pulls everything together. Ash Waste rules, all the different campaigns. It's more important, I think, more importantly, all the different markets and stuff like mm-hmm. all this is all it's all in one place one book that has and this is something necromunda books haven't had an index yeah which is like the the so like i don't know why they decided specifically the necromunda books to be like ah this doesn't need an index there's only about eighty thousand different things in necromunda you have to look up yeah um, but now we've got one um so this is like the the one one stop resource, and they have uh, made a couple rules trees tweaks with it too, which are a lot of the house rules that you that you see people regularly use. They've incorporated that actually into the game now, which is interesting. So, um, like shooting blast markers, just you you could always shoot blast weapons at a point on the table. Now there's a penalty to it, a minus two penalty, which um, blast markers are one of those things that if you are one of those players that can We'll say cheese it uh, could be a problem because you just have to clip people with them, right? And then they can mm-hmm. get hurt. So they made that a lot harder to do. Uh, they made it harder, or the way you capture gangers is a little different too. There should be more gangers being captured, which is good, rather than dying. Right. right. So always better. Um, Narratively speaking, at least. Yes, yes. Makes for a more interesting campaign. And also, they put all the vehicle rules in here too, right? Which are part of part of Ash Wastes. So yes. Um, Although we're still waiting for some vehicles for some gangs. Yeah, you know? do you remember when they like said a lot every, of them. every gang was going to get a vehicle, and then they kind of that slowed down. Yeah. I'm yeah, waiting you... for my weird Delac Monster Mobile. I know. Yeah, I I listen. Um, Games Workshop, you're you're starting on the slippery. Sp- Slippery path of blizzardness where you kind of like say we're gonna go do this cool thing and not do a cool thing. Like don't don't do that. Like if you're gonna say you're gonna do a cool thing, have a plan ready so that you have the cool thing because we want the cool thing. We'll wait for the cool thing. But yeah, just just, yeah, just do please, it though. Please. They've also balanced out some of the skills. Um, I think the what's it called the leadership skill, which used to be like oh two guys just go in a row. And they have to do a leadership test for it, which um, that could be pretty powerful before and used to cause problems for, or I guess feels bad. For, not necessarily problems, but feels bad for some people. Yeah. And I think my favorite change is how they change experience. Because if you play a necromantic campaign, you know if you don't change experience rules, it is a slow, methodical crawl to get anybody to get up a level. Games Workshop is being very good at listening to their player base yeah. and not in like a I'm going to complain and you should do what I want way. But like this, right? Like if everyone is using a house rule, maybe it should just be the rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it used to be you get an XP for taking fighters out of action, but now you get an XP if you seriously injure someone as well. So 
which is usually what happens, right? If you play Necromunda, a lot right. of guys get seriously injured. They no, no, don't necessarily go out of action. Um, so it helps you just get that XP quicker. And um, you also get VPs for assisting fighters now, too, if they take them out. So you, you're going to see a lot more XP, um, which is great. Because I think that's that's kind of one of the feels bad for Necromunda 2 is you play like four games and like one guy gets to advance. It's like, oh, great. It, it feels very slow, which is why you saw those house rules out there. And all the campaign rules. So every different campaign, all the rules are in here, here in this one book now. Mm. Um, and the classic it's Dominion campaign, they, they've balanced a couple of the... Uh, territories out too in their bonuses it is it is a hefty tome yes it, it is it is huge but good yes there's there's a lot in there but i i really feel like this is the the one stop now yeah for necromunda which i mean the four books i used to carry on before probably uh way less than this oh, one yeah. book anyway so yeah. Um, collects all the scenarios, right? Everything's in there. Um, but the, there are a few things missing in the book, right? So, um, you're still going to need your, your faction specific book to get all the benefits of that, which makes sense, right? It's like a codex. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that's still fine. Um, and really that's kind of it. Um, there's not really much else missing. Everything, everything's here. I mean, there's still some things that I think people, they didn't balance everything that people had problems with, but they did a good number of it, which is fine. Right. They, they took care of some of it, but don't overcorrect. Yeah. I, I support them in that. You know, it's sort of those things like just cause everybody, just cause the loud vocal populace is a problem doesn't mean it's a problem. Right. So, if you are a Necromunda player, or if you're thinking about playing Necromunda, this is a, a good good place to start. And, I mean, I'll be getting one, and hopefully we can get another campaign going sometime in the year. Heck yeah. But, uh, that will be out this the day you hear this. Um, I assume it will be priced as a... Oh, actually, they put up for pre-orders. Yeah, it's priced as a regular rule book. But, no problem there. I need to get into Necromunda. I keep saying that on a regular, but Kingdom Shop keeps bringing out new things like Epic and yeah, the th- a bunch of Tyranids. It's really, it's really hard to be on top of more than like two or three games. Mm. The tough, the tough thing with Necromunda too is you need to have a dedicated group of people that want to play, right? Like they, yeah. wanna, they want to, yeah. they want to play a campaign, which the campaign itself is relatively short, right? The camp, the base campaign in the book, I think. If you do the recommended sessions, it's like maybe it's two, three months, right? It's not it's not excessively long. And once everybody gets their game in for the week, you know, you can always just rip right over to the next round. But you the, they have to be dedicated. Like you have to say, okay, whether it's every week on or every other week, we're gonna get our games in. 
Because yeah. I've been in necromantic campaigns in the past where there's like 10 people playing and then, oh, well, these three people can get the game in. Well, do we just go? Do we push it back a week? And then it just kind of falls apart. Mm. Which I think is a problem with any campaign, right? If you Once people start being able, not being able to fulfill the commitment, then it gets kind of tough to keep it going and keep everybody interested because then you have people waiting multiple weeks to play their next game. Yeah. But the campaign, I think it's it's super interesting the way that the new campaign works, right? Because you get territories, and then you can challenge other people for their territories or, or try and take other territories over. Um, I love the way it works. It's just, again, that dedication to stick it out and play the whole thing. Which, I mean, I met some people on that trip to, uh, on my trip to, to Nottingham that this is all they play. They they just, necromantic campaign, flip to a new one, flip to a new one. Um I mean, I completely Which is understand. Yeah, I feel like it's like the it's like the the really hardcore Blood Bowl players, right? Yeah, they just yeah. play like, season after season. They are season. all about that progression. Yeah, and Necromunda, you know, it's it's a great chance for converting models and mm-hmm. and building new. I'm, new, I'm a new sucker variants. for an individual yeah. model. <sighs> Same. It's, it's weird like it depends like i go back and forth like when i'm doing when i'm big on the uh on on, on the tyranid grind like i don't i don't want to stop and convert every every gaunt but then i turn around and i'll do a bunch of tanks for uh, for a an imperial guard army it's like every single one needs to be different and personalized well what's amazing with necromunda too is i didn't realize it until i was at warhammer world looking at the wall of necromunda models there are so mm-hmm. many bounty hunters and mm-hmm. other guys, right? Just guys that you can add to your to your gang for one Every game. Every time I go to Forge World, right? Like if I buy something on Forge World, I'm always like, hmm, what if I just put a couple of these in? Yeah. <laughs> right? Those the, those little blisters are like the impulse buy when you're yeah. on, yeah, on for sure. line for your groceries. Like, I mean, I don't it was need like a chocolate a bar. But... I was like, don't let me oh, don't God. let me over there. I'll just go. I'll supermarket I, sweep. In Warhammer World, I looked at that wall for a good half an hour. It's like <sighs> so need good. it, need it, got it, need it, need it, got it, need it, got it. <laughs> yep. Um and yeah, it's and it's a chance to paint up just like a character model, right? Which yep. is the interesting thing, beside you know, between Necromunda and 40K is, and Kill Team too is like 40K is like I'm painting, you know, JF. You're painting tons of Gaunts, right? They're all all relatively the same model. Yeah. But, well, hopefully, I'm no longer doing that. But okay. But you know, with when you're painting an army, you have a lot of the same same type of guy. Yeah. Necromunda, you get a lot of that variety, which is which is a. Uh, Makes painting I'm just a little... better at that. Like I'm not yeah. good at painting all the same thing. Yeah, well, I mean, but that get right. That's it, it can easily. It just feels sometimes feels like a chore when you're doing that, right? But never yeah, mind. No. You're like, I can't wait to finish this guy who has a web pistol and combat knives, so I can go paint my leader who has a sniper rifle and digital weapons, and you know. And then this little this little weird demon thing. Yeah, and the robot guy. Yeah, and yeah. that dude with all the water tanks. You know. Uh, yeah. That one. Yep. Oh, I uh, know. The only thing that bothers me about Necromunda right now, like the one thing that if Games Workshop were to do that would just make Necromunda dominate my life for at least six months until I can actually play it, give me some plastic spires. Mm, give me give me a box yeah. of like yeah. 
like five highly detailed, super mega cool plastic spirals that I can make a gang out of. It feels like right. So we saw that one character who who they say you know was a spire, um, mm-hmm. and it feels like just what looking at the Necromunders, we've had that lull where like we're getting the book, you know, a couple more vehicles, but then it feels like okay, here's here's going to be a new gang. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think we're new. I I want them to be plastic. Yeah. I want them to lean into the whole illegal Xeno attack. Yeah. Yeah, and the nice in Necromunda too, right? You can the terrain. You can use the kill team setups to play because that's a mm-hmm. way to play Necromunda. Or you can do the Sector Imperialis ter- or uh, Sector Mechanicus terrain. There's just it's there's a lot of good ways to play. And man, I went down a, a YouTube hole like of people that are building like custom. Uh, I forget what they call it, but the like the kill team boards, like that terrain, like the yeah. corridors and stuff. It's crazy. I saw a vertical one once. Oh yeah, it's and like on a wall. It was so cool. <laughs> they, I don't. This is an old white dwarf, but somebody built a necro on a board that was basically it looked like um like a, a plus sign, but it was all it was like a a, a vertical board in like every couple inches or so there was a floor, and it was probably like three four feet tall. Amazing. Oh, that sounds crazy. I love it. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So if you're a Necronda player, uh, you know, I mean, I already have all the books. I'm still getting this book so I can have it all yeah. in one and updated rules. And um, I think this is, this is a great buy if you're a Necronda player. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for today. Guys, do you have anything else for the folks out there? Uh, do yeah. I? I oh, I thought I, I thought I did, but clearly I, <laughs> I don't. You can listen um, to JF and Amy's fantastic story uh, storytelling podcast, Aquilo. You sure can. Whoa, plugging. Wherever, <laughs> wherever podcasts are found. Yeah, uh, yeah, we just we, we just, just wrapped finished. up season six. Yeah, and we're uh, we're already looking at uh, doing our in between season special. Love yeah. it. Which is uh, going to be exciting. Warhammer Workshop has been on a bit of a hiatus uh, with my move and everything else, but that will be getting back on track very soon. And it's going to uh, get back on track better than ever. Better than now ever. Now you have room to actually do some videos. I do. I'm very excited. It's good news. Yeah. So check them out on YouTube and, and subscribe. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, let us know on Facebook your favorite Necromunda gang. Post pictures of your gang. Um, I'll, I posted my leader up there today, uh, or a few days in the past, uh, depending on when you listen to this episode. Um, I should dig out my old spires and pose those. Yeah, they're super cool. Mm-hmm. The old models are super cool. They are. They, I mean, they look old. I can't. Can you imagine <laughs> what they could do with them now? Oh, that'd be oh. amazing. Yeah. One can dream. <laughs> Let us know what you're working on for 10th. Show us your armies. And otherwise, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhist Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhist Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.